and welcome to Watch What I Watch, episode 57. Um, tonight I have with me uh, our uh, Northern Exposure, Mark, and we have the People's Proletariat, personified, <laughs> which is Mike. <laughs> oh, guys, I Spreader was, I was, of misinformation. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was reminded of the two of you so much the last night. I was watching episode three of The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I said, oh, they're just like Mike and Steve, those guys. Oh, yeah. Just say, so yeah, I know. <laughs> We're still in denial, though. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, Steve. Some 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 moonlit night on a, on a, in a, <laughs> a grotto in a, somewhere. In a dystopian <laughs> <grotto>. future. <laughs> That's where all the best love scenes happen, in a grotto. Um, the, the Virgin Mary and Bernadette Station. Statue so in, what, in watching the episode three of The Last of Us, I was immediately struck that this is probably how Velcro was invented. (laughs) Oh, uh, tell me, what's the reference? Well, there was two fellas with fairly coarse beards. Oh, I got you now, got you now, got you now. I said, this is exactly how it happened. Yeah, I was was thinking actually while watching that, that, you know, for the general good of humanity, beards and kissing just should not be allowed at all. No matter what genders are involved, <laughs> if that doesn't get us cancelled, um, all the bears out there going, "How dare you!" Yeah. My, my body, my beard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Strong, strong beard, no fear. Long hair, don't care. Um, it's every woman's right to grow her own beard. Uh, they just get in the fucking way of everything. Like Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's every man's right to be a woman too. <laughs> yeah. From now on, I want you to call me Rebecca. <laughs> no doubt. There you go. No, then you will have your beard. It'd be something. You'd be like Michael. <laughs> Michaela. Michaela. There you go. Well, that's a better yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Good, a sm- drug smuggling name, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know all the all, you know all the fun that you boys were having last night, texting each other, laughing away at your lols. Yeah, yeah. It was I, pretty fucking funny. I, have to I was I was in rehearsals and when I get out of it I had fifty one unread message messages from you bastards. <laughs> no, this this isn't your fault, obviously. Like I, I quite enjoyed the lols usually. But yeah. I was in I was in rehearsals, right? And we're doing a song that I had not practiced and did not know, right? <laughs> and I'm doing it opposite uh eleven children. Right. Who did know it <laughs> and had practiced it, right? And then uh, they brought they brought me in. They said, "Right, this is Mark. He's going to be singing." And then then he, the the musical director says to me, "I said, right, Mark, look, you're obviously the only bass because it's you, a load of children, and one girl. So give it stick." And I'm like, "I have no stick. I have no stick to give this." And that was when my watch started going. I looked, oh, Mike and Steve are being hilarious, I'm sure. And then as if that wasn't distracting enough in the studio that we were in, someone needed to change the battery in the smoke alarm. So every so every so often there was this beep. beep. So it was like I was in some kind of Chinese torture. Like it was like an anxiety dream. And then like so You're trying to hum I'm, along to the song. I'm yeah, just I think a I'm lonely, going, lonely girl. I, I like about six <laughs> about six bars in, there's a line and it just like it says my character, it's just for me. Yeah. I'm going, I'm not like I can't like, go from musical notes on a page to singing something out loud. I I can't do it. Like I said, if you give me, you know, a bit of time, <laughs> I can work it out. Like and he goes, right. And then he, he just like he was playing away, playing away. And he goes, right, Mark, hit the key and waited. And I just looked at him <laughs> with very wide eyes on me. Yeah. I said, ah, 
I don't, I don't actually, I don't actually know that one that well. Um, sorry. <laughs> and he goes, right, come on up beside me. Then he, he sang it once. Yeah, yeah. And he did the same thing again. And I kind of, you probably need to sing it again there, boss. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ease oh, me into it. Yeah. The worst. It was so, oh. so bad. And then meanwhile, <laughs> well, you see, if you had taken the time to uh, intersperse yourself into the conversation, you could have reined in the worst excesses of both myself and Steve. <laughs> but look, we, we, we do our best, Mark, you know, to time it. You know, we yeah. do, you know, in fairness. <laughs> but as soon as we're over the um, the trauma of episode three of The Last of Us, did anyone watch episode four last night? Did, indeed. You watched watch episode HBO. four. I yeah. watched the first 20 minutes of episode four. Yeah. Got to the end of it. You know something, right? Uh, last time we were recording, we had watched the first two, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were uh, on the fence. Seriously on the fence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm we all, only uh, watched the first one when we discussed it. Maybe, actually, yeah. I think you. I think, yeah, I think he's right. Maybe, maybe. And it was very iffy. Yeah. Um, and even after number two, I was still like, hmm, mm-hmm, don't yeah. know. Yeah. This. But, number uh, two was a very strong episode. Like, if you're on the fence after that one. No, it was still a bit zombie landy, you know. And then uh three I liked it because it was like a you could dip in and watch that episode and not fucking know anything about it, you know. Uh yeah. about the whole story. I I thought it was but it was a solid episode. Oh great and episode. Then, yeah. Yeah, it was great. And, and then going on in that one. <laughs> and then number four, um was uh excellent as well. That's um <laughs> I was not uh, expecting that child actress person would mm-hmm. sort of not start annoying. She's really, really good. She's brilliant. Yeah, she's, she's very good. Um, she was good um, in Game of Thrones too. Yeah, she was. Well, uh, let me just put this out there. Since we're talking about her, I, after watching three and a half episodes, I'm thinking it's a missed opportunity. <clears throat> you know, they've already broke the mold and say, we're going to change things up from the game. It doesn't have to be exactly uh, a match. So they could have changed the character from a child into an adult and had Katie Sackhoff play the role. Just saying. Va- valid point, Mike. Mike valid that, can't, point. that can't be your answer to every TV show. <laughs> no, I sorry. just can't. No, he's right. That's a trick that was totally missed there. That's, yeah. been, that's been your answer since Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> that's a tragedy. I, I take have, it to my grave. I have a, I have a different one though. I have she should have been Game of Thrones as well. Yes, <laughs> in all the parts. <laughs> in all the parts. <laughs> she she could have been in Game of Thrones. I question that. Like I, I, she's a decent actress. I'm not. I wouldn't yeah. go against it there. I just feel. Oh like yeah, her. I throw shite at her walking down the street. I, shame, <laughs> shame. I think. Uh, oh no, you meant something else. <laughs> <laughs> no shame. <laughs> sure. Anyway, so there's um on my Insta feed today there is the opening scene in scene four, right? It involves a magazine they identify in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, they have that juxtaposed with the same cut scene from the game, and it is almost frame by frame identical. Already, oh, the good. one I watched had the two audios over top of each other and they were almost right. the same timing and everything. It's crazy <laughs> how close it was. Wow. Obviously, they, they are diverging. They're adding things that weren't in the game, but there are some things that are very, very true to it. Um, so, can we move on from Last of Us? Still a good show. I, don't know. I still like it. I still, I still want to talk more about it, you know? I think... Uh, yeah, but but you, you're converted now. So I am, yeah. It's definitely a show. So, well, so far, I mean, there's, there's potential and scope for it to go downhill. 
and we're showing a little bit of how that could happen in episode four, I feel. It, it has been approved for season two already. Mm. Well, I think, uh, like, if you look at episode three, very fine episode in itself. Mm. But it's good, good, damn, damn good writing. That's what that is. Yeah, very, very good writing. I, yeah. I wouldn't, I yeah. wouldn't criticize it on that level at all. But in my book, it's filler. It didn't advance yes. the story. Oh, no, totally. More than 10 yeah. miles. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very early in the season to have a fucking filler episode. That was my complaint about it as well. Like, there, was, there, was, there wasn't even an element of world building in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, it, was, it was funny. Um, I never shed a tear watching that. And like, bear in mind now, for like two out of three episodes of This Is Us, I usually mm. shed a tear. At least yeah. two out of three. Sometimes mm. all three. This right. is so crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, what was I going to say? I did not uh, shed a tear for episode three of The Last of Us. Like, what about, didn't, didn't hit me. What about the zombie thing that you watched? The Walking Dead thing, right? See, that's what I'm afraid of. That this yeah. will that yeah. this become a Walking Dead. You know, when when I saw, oh, look, there's a group of bandits people who rule the place with a heavy hand and blah, blah, blah. Oh, kill them all. That kind of a thing. Uh-huh. I was just like, I know, I'm fucking over this. You know. Like, are you ready to revisit the trauma yeah. of the Walking Dead finale? This, is, this, has, got, yeah, this has got I'd... potential to go downhill fast as well. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, but it's good at the moment, you know. You, so, said, you said it first, Steve. You said it first. Just saying, just saying. I, I'd yeah. just like to take this opportunity to thank Mark for saving me 20 hours of my life of watching Peace and Left. Yeah. <laughs> um, you yeah, missed I, nothing, right? No, nothing Nothing happened um, of any import. Mm. And, and I mean, just watching it, I watched uh, The Last of Us shortly after I'd finished The Walking Dead, and it was just day and night, the, the yeah. level of quality. Um, you know, it was so refreshing in The Last of Us to see people who were still afraid of zombies. Uh, when's the last time anybody in The Walking Dead gave a flying fuck about it? Nah, <laughs> they just walk up and put their three-inch knife right through the front of the skull. It's yeah. no longer about being afraid of zombies, was it? No, no, no indeed. Um, so it was... I, I mean, it was kind of sad, really, to see the degeneration of a great show mm. into just... Right. So happens when you're on out of ideas. Yeah, but the- I just keep recycling the old ones. You know, the f- the first episode still holds up as a great zombie show. Like, mm-hmm. if you go back and watch that oh, first uh, season, uh, it's the, really, the, that's really the one good. with the tank, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, you're stuck to that. But so, the, Mike, would you recommend the, people watch the finale of The Walking oh, Dead? Jesus Christ, no, no. Uh, I mean, <laughs> even at the very end, they have a montage of all the characters that were in it from start to finish mm. and you're just looking back and thinking oh that guy was cool that girl was cool but they, they all, all died eight years ago <laughs> they all left that was the problem we said this when I, when I was talking about it yeah. it was a terrible thinking chip you know and then did you get the, the thing at the end about although the walking dead is over yeah, the, the walking dead universe. world is just expanding oh and you're yeah. like man you need to stop yeah. just stop I mean this this is like Negan beating Glenn's head in with a baseball bat <laughs> just fucking <laughs> are the lights still on in there <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Could I, in good conscience, walk watch any of the expanded universe? It's just no. Well, I, I, I was watching the teenage one they tried to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I oh, give up God. on that. I give up on that. I was watching Fear the Walking Dead, and that's just tanked for me now as well. Like the, right. their last season. Oh, so still I think gone. it's yeah. I think it's back. 
And I just I can't I can't do it myself. I've got the, the last season, the last season three six, episodes. Is it? I've got them saved around that. I'm not sure. Oh, Speaking of going back to things, this is a real. This is going back a long way. You remember that Netflix show Jupiter's Legacy, which was of the of the Millerverse comic books of the same name. Josh Josh Duhamel, yeah, Josh Duhamel was the aging utopian in that. His character was utopian, and I fucking loved it. I thought it was the greatest thing on TV, right? Yeah. And then they cancelled it at the end of season one, and I was hashtag devastated, right? So I managed to get the comic books, the Millerverse comic books. So there's there's Jupiter's Legacy, Jupiter's Legacy 2, and Jupiter's Legacy Requiem. It's three graphic novels. Or you can buy them as individual comics, though I did not, right? I think there's five in the first season, then six, and then five again, right? Um, and the comics are really, really good. But the reason I'm bringing it up here is <laughs> when I got to uh, Jup- uh, Jupiter's Legacy Requiem, after the first episode the first issue of the comic of that season, the third series, series right? I don't even know what, what to call it now. <laughs> I'm broken from watching too much TV. There's a page at the end where Frank Miller talks about how Jupiter's Legacy has just dropped on Netflix and is now the number one watch TV show in the world and thanking all the fans, right? right. Yeah. And then he had this whole bit about there's so much we're going to do now because you yeah. can already tell. Because this is he was writing this in the third series of the comics, yeah, and already, even after one episode of <clears throat> the TV show, you could see that it had diverged. It wasn't following the same story. So okay. he said, "Look, we've got a new platform to tell new stories. I'm so excited." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Man, if you only knew it was coming." <laughs> is that is that the one that it was the husband and wife or like the head superhero wife? Of yeah, a team, yeah, and it was about their it was about their kids really in passing of the torch, and then there was talk about you know should good guys be allowed to kill bad guys was a big chunk of it. Like, oh yeah, that's you know, right. The son executed yeah. a bad guy. Yeah. Basically, now you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, don't be killing them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. but anyway, the, the comics are brilliant. If you get an opportunity to read them, definitely do. And it's like they're adult comics, you know, so you're not dealing with. Um, young adult focused storylines. It's all very adult what's in it like. So yeah. I thought it's very good. It's quite quite gory in spots, but you know, that wouldn't bother the likes of us. <sighs> so desensitized. Speaking of which <laughs> Wolf Pack, what's that about, Mark? Imagine that you had an issue with wolves, but you couldn't find a wolf slayer, but you knew that the vampire slayer hadn't worked since two thousand and two. <laughs> oh really so Sarah Michelle Geller is back no way no way oh, but she's slaying all the vampires so now it's over to wolves what I'm doing a bad job synopsizing it because to be honest she's a bit of an ancillary character in this she only yeah. appears at the end of the first season uh, first episode yeah. so in this story a teenage boy um, right let me think back it's set in the fires of California right mm-hmm. So there's rage and wildfires, which obviously happened in real life, and that's forced things out of the woods, yeah. right? So All there's right. kids, there's kids in a school bus basically, and the fire is coming, and there's a stampede of animals, so they all get out. Yeah. There's a really hilarious final, final destination type death involving a stampeding deer, which I thought oh, was fabulous. hilarious. Yeah, but a couple of them get bitten by something. You know what that always results in? Human-animal <laughs> hybrid things. <laughs> so 
these two yeah. uh, unrelated but friends, they're schoolmates, but they're unrelated, like mm-hmm. become a wolf pack. No way. And uh, it leads to conflict with the, I guess, the thing that mm-hmm. made them part of the pack in the first place. And then at the very end, Sarah Michelle Geller lands in and it turns out she's not playing Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which totally disappointed me. She goes in, I'm some kind of made up FBI agent and I'm here under a very thinly veiled pretext to investigate supernatural events. <laughs> so that's here because I was job. paid to be. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, the, that was the first job. There's, yeah. there's some great interviews online with her uh, where people are going, Agwan, you're just playing Buffy really, aren't you? Yeah. And she's going, no, no, it's completely from wrong. Completely from wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it is, it is, so right. So the, my honest review is, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It isn't wow. bad. Really? Okay. Um, like I really like Buffy the Vampire Slayer because I thought that they had the character writing nailed. Yeah. The vampires are a bit bad. You're not saying that's good though. Buffy, no. This Buffy's thing. great. This thing is not amazing. Mm-hmm. Like okay. I, I watched it two weeks ago. I haven't watched the second episode yet, which is not ah, okay. That's yeah. That's you know? that's. So it's, right there. it's still it's still on my watch list. I may watch more, but at the moment it's not. There's other better stuff on. So yeah, give it a, give it a look if what I've said interests you. If it doesn't, you don't think you're missing that much. Not watching it. Yeah, uh, based on your review of Wednesday a few weeks ago, I went ahead and watched it. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Except I forgot to stop. It's <laughs> <laughs> good, isn't it? It is good. Um, you know what? It's it took me to probably the second half of the second episode for it. Yeah, I think I'm in. Because it's hilarious. It's it hilarious. Is. Yeah, no, she's hilarious. And even that, like, she's got this whole morbid stick going on, you know, Adam's family and all that, yeah. uh, where, you know, you know, they say, you'll die, you know, screaming and shouting. And she goes, God, it sounds so fun. You know, that kind of, yeah, you know, yeah. they, they always turn it that way. But, That's a good example, yeah. Yeah, so now and again, like, uh, Uncle Fester turns up in one of the episodes and sometimes when he says it, kind of doesn't quite land, but you know what they're aiming for, you know, that kind of thing. But anyway, so, the, the the main thing the main um, story in the whole season is there's a monster there's some sort of werewolfy looking yoke monster thing mm-hmm. that goes out and random killings and the local cop is saying it's a bear tell everyone it's a bear you know yeah. and uh, so uh, she starts investigating it anyway um, and that's pretty that's that's what the, the season's about and it's actually it's quite good so it, it's an easy leave the brain at the door it's a fun 45 minutes or so. Um, uh, I was never that big into the Adams Family, but I'll probably watch a bit more to explore it a bit more, I think, uh, on the back of this, because I thought it was hilarious. Um, yeah, it's easy watching. It's easy watching. Um, yeah, it's getting a lot of traction in the advertising world. You see it popping up all it? kinds of places. Yeah, yeah, there's lots of ads for it and interviews and all that kind of thing. And, yeah, and she uh, had her own right, TikTok. Yeah. yeah. There's a great um, supporting cast in it as well. Um, of course, you've Catherine Zeta Jones is in there as well. And uh, what's her husband? Uh, who cares? Not in real life. Not in real life. <laughs> guy who plays her husband in it. Um, the Guzman. guy who plays Gomez. Yeah, he's good. Guzman, is it? The guy who plays Gomez. I can't. I don't know what his actual name is. Yeah, something Guzman. Uh, <sighs> Sorry, Mr. Guzman. <laughs> he's Guzman. Mark will do a quick Google, hopefully. <laughs> um... Which I'd recommend it. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Um, Do you know what you wouldn't recommend? Tell us, Mike. Company Mil- Cowboy. Milf Manor. Milf Manor is going to say. 
<laughs> I was going to say, why did you watch this, Mike? And then I said, Mike, okay, go and tell us, Mike, about it. <laughs> okay, so I've actually seen two versions of this. The first is the program, and then the second is Cody Coe's reaction video on YouTube, <laughs> watching the same thing, which is is probably more worth watching than the show itself because it is pretty funny taking it apart. But it starts off like all great reality TV with some beautiful people with a beautiful house on a beautiful beach. And then they're going to have to do challenges to see who stays in towards the end. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? So um, it sounds like Love Island or something. Yeah, it's basically a Love Island knockoff. Uh, for older people. For, for old, older ladies. Yeah. Um, they all seem to be between 45 and 55 with various stages of plastic sculpting on their Oh, no faces. doubt. Uh, Are they fighting yeah. over one man? Well, here's the twist. <laughs> all the all the males coming into the house are very, very young, like early 20s. And married. No. <laughs> ah, damn. All, all the young 20-something males coming into the house are sons of the women. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Absolute fucking car crash TV. Oh, wow. There's going to be a lot of hair pulling. There's going to be a lot of hair pulling. You're going out on a date with this woman who's like, sorry, I banged your ma, dude. Oh. <laughs> it is a twist. That is a twist. <laughs> like th- this, is, this is the decline and fall of the Roman Empire kind of stuff. How many, how many of them is How many of them is there? There's like eight or ten on each side. So the, oh, the, shit. There's like 20, 20 people. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and then, like, it's not just that awkwardness, but the challenges are all designed to bring out, like, horrible secrets that you really wouldn't want anyone to know. Not mind fucking the general public. <laughs> like, one of, them, one, of them, one of the mothers admitted shagging her son's best friend. <laughs> Mark oh. is going to love this. No, I already hate Wait till he hears it. Oh, no. Oh, you've heard. Probably should never happen, but if it does happen, it should be in private. Not wow. on national television. Yeah, this is the reality TV that will end reality TV. <laughs> oh, it's act- oh, it's actual reality TV. <laughs> That's the problem. Is that it? <laughs> it's, oh, it is... It's probably worth watching just as a spectacle, blood sport even. Um, I can't imagine it getting to the end of the season without being hooked because somebody's going to die on this side. <laughs> it sounds awkward. It does like sound really, awkward. really awkward, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, okay. All right. We'll give that one a skip. Thanks, Mike, for the heads up. Speaking Actually, of a blood sport, Steve, do you want to talk about physical 100? I do, but just before we do that, something I forgot to mention that was very important on Wednesday. It was Gwendolyn Christie mm-hmm. from Game of Thrones. You know, Green of Tarth. Yeah. Yes. And also, it's Louis Guzman and Catherine Zeta-Jones and Christina Ricci. That was the other one I couldn't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. Massive cast in it. Yeah. So, uh, watch it. Um, yeah. So, Bloodsport. Um, Physical 100. Physical 100 is a Korean-based uh, uh, what was the name of the Korean show last year that they had everyone eliminate each other for a lot of money? Uh, Squid Game. Squid Game, yeah. So it's like Squid Game with its squidiness. So okay. there's there's 100 people. They're all from different uh, uh, sort of physical uh, physical 
uh, jobs, I guess, essentially. So you've got powerlifters and crossfitters and models and uh, YouTubers and uh, Olympians, ex-military, uh, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. Loads of different types so, um, of, uh, what else was it, rock climbers and gymnasts, was that it? Body, bodybuilders. Bodybuilders, yeah. There's a lot of mass people, there's a lot of skinny people. But you know, uh, well, th- th- they all have like if the skinny ones are all like crazy gymnasts or something, and then there's skeleton, and there's that sand wrestling that they do. Oh, the skeleton is the is the tobogganing, yeah, essentially, and yeah. then sand wrestling, yeah, geez, they're hardy, they're calves they're of steel. Hardy, hardy um, there's yeah. like mountain climbers and all sorts of ice climbers, you know, Olympic fucking world champions, and all this kind of yeah. stuff, right? So, uh, and then they have a couple of MMA fighters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was brilliant. What's the name again? Um, the orange guy. Uh, I only know him by his Japanese name, actually. Um, he's half Japanese, half Korean. Uh, but it was just so funny because there's a hundred of them and they all come in. They've all got a cast or a bust and they're all, mm-hmm. it's all on a pedestal in this massive room. And so you've got a few coming in, wandering and going, holy shit, look at your man's bust. And you know, all these different people and they're sort of, they have to stand by their bust then. And, and mm-hmm. then... Um, uh, so the concept, walks, the overarching concept is... What physique yeah. is the best? So that they find a hundred kind of stand. They say this in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, try, okay. they find a hundred standout physiques. Right, you've done a good explanation of the different types. Right, they're all kind of unique in some fashion. Right, um, and then they pit them against each other a bit like in the Squid Game, except nobody dies to try and find which physique is the best. That's what. Oh, right. They're not actually hitting each other. It's just like an aesthetics competition. Well. Akiyama, that's his name. Yashihiro so, Akiyama. Yeah, anyway. so go, right. So go on, Steve. Back to where you were there. Yeah, so then they've got different challenges. Some suit one body type or another, so, you know, and some suits others, you know. So, but um, uh, at, uh, in some of the, the challenges, you, you know, you can pick the person that you're going to be against, mm-hmm. and it doesn't, gender doesn't matter either. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you could okay. have, you could be a huge dude and pick a small lady, you know that kind of way. You know, no, depending yeah. on the challenge, of course, you know. So, um, but it, but it's interesting. Um, it is interesting. Was, yeah, it is interesting. But I've, I've fierce problems with the pacing. In it. It's not exactly like watching, you know, uh, you know, strongman, world's strongest man, or something like that, where they're like bang, bang, well, bang with the events. You know, it's exactly like watching world's strongest man in real time. Oh, live! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's it's the opposite <laughs> yeah, of watching yeah. the edited, yeah, the summary, well formatted <laughs> show. So, yeah. but it, do you know what? Like, I find myself learning a lot about the Korean people watching this because I wouldn't know yeah. an awful lot about that. I'd know a bit from my taekwondo days and all, but not really. That's a different yeah. thing. Like, that's yeah. a that's a commodity, not a people. But when you're watching this, like for example, right? If this was an American show, mm. then everyone would be running to pick the worst guy to go against. Are the smallest girl to go against, for, so uh, to make sure they get through. Very true. Yeah, but in this, they couldn't do that because that would show like you're a bit dishonorable. They were yeah. all going around making these cowards. bizarre yeah. decisions. Like one <laughs> MMA fighter went and picked this legendary Korean MMA fighter because he said, "Oh, I'd never have the honor to fight you in real life, so I'd like to fight you in here." And I'm going, "You, you moron! That's <laughs> that's not how you win the competition. Have you ever seen reality TV?" <laughs> Or guys just that. going around trying to match up, like, oh, you, you're you're big, you're about the same body, but type as me. I pick you. Yeah, yeah you're you're a good challenge. So it's you know? intensely interesting. It's like I re- I found that whole bit of it fast fascinating. Their editing is 
awful, right? So if something good happens, right? I don't know what this is. It's probably something like there's probably some word in Korean they're saying, but all the Koreans who are watching, so the, the contestants spectate as well when the event is on. So when something exciting happens, nearly every Korean, Korean says, whoa, right? Yeah, like that. They right? do, yeah. Whoa. And, then, and then the editing happens, right? So what happens first is they show you the crowd and the shout say, whoa. And then they show they re- reverse back a few seconds and show you the two people running to where the thing is about to happen, right? <laughs> then they flash back to the crowd who say, whoa, again. <laughs> And then they bring you back one more time, reverse the camera, three seconds forward, the thing happens, the crowd says, whoa, again. So you're hearing, whoa, 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 like that. And they don't just do that once, they do it in every episode all the time. And it's just unnecessary. It's like they don't know how to do um, action replays. Like. They just don't know how to do them. The events, though, are really interesting. Like they had one event where you had to... I've watched the first two episodes now. Right. Yeah, it's the second episode you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. They had one event, right? I don't know which event it was, right? You had to get a ball and hold on to it for three minutes. And whoever had it at the end of the three minutes won. If no one had it at the end of the three minutes, there was a minute tiebreaker and so on. And like the tactics that was going on, it was so interesting. You know, like there's one one of Korea's strongest men. He went out and bear hugged the ball thinking this would be enough to get me through, you know. Then you had the lighter folk would just catch and just run, just get on their bikes and run, 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 run. <laughs> and it was really interesting then. And those people come out and I don't want to spoil anything because I think that 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 event was like so much happened in it. Mm. But it needs to be condensed. It really needs to be shortened. Like well you, you see at 50 events there and it's three minutes each. Yeah, but they didn't need to show them. They they were able no, to, to like, no. there's somebody, there's an intern in there who works weekends and he does great editing because every so often they show five or six fights like bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's what you need. Like that's what you need. Just bang them out and then pick your marquee fight. Yeah. One of those in the first act of the show, mm-hmm. not the one at the end of the show for your climax to give you the cliffhanger, move on to the next one. Like they really need to hire someone from NBC who's involved in their reality TV show division and let them do the editing. But of course, or maybe the team do that is, and have them all living in a house together. <laughs> the, the, the reason they're not doing that is because they're aiming at a market that isn't me. They're aiming at the Korean market, you know, and I presume they have a different way of yeah, enjoying their Exactly. Television. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'm hooked to it, though. I'm up to date and I'm staying up to date as the episodes come out. I think it's all great. Right. Oh, they, yeah, come, out, so they come out weekly. Oh, I didn't know that. It's every, every, I think they put out two first and then I watched those just, just like you've done. And then there's been yeah. another one. And oh, then okay. Finished, actually, it might have been two. I think there might have been another two they released. I've seen yeah. them anyway. We can talk about the first one then, can we? I'm sure we can. First episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, the first episode, like, which is the, the challenge. Just it, it just kind of shows, you know, it, it was a hanging challenge and it was over water and it was up high. So, you'd, you know, of course, you had all the big dudes not lasting too long. Yeah. But, the, but they could hang on to it. It was just like a, you know, a lighting rig that they use mm-hmm. above stages. It was yeah, like that. Yeah. Like it was, it was a box section, you know, uh, and there's two layers and each layer is about what, about a foot and a half apart. So you could sort of hook your arms around it as well. You're, well you weren't just hanging by your hands, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, geez, this is going to go on for ages. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go on anywhere near as long as I thought it was going to go. Because no, I thought, yeah, so, they'll hang so by their hands. Anyone who's half it now, they'll probably do, you know, seven minutes, you know, hanging by, you know, hands. 
Well, no. who, who knew how heavy 280 pounds was? <laughs> well, yeah, 280 was kilos. Someone. But the gymnasts, the Korean team gymnast, who was very well respected by everybody. Also, they all know each other. They yeah. they know of each other. Like they're obviously all well versed in Korean mm. sports people. Like because they're yeah. oh, they'll be that in the guy. news. Yeah, yeah. That's that guy. I wouldn't want to fight him, you know. And um, and then they, there were a couple of people went over to that guy when they met him and said, "Oh, you're your national team." And he goes, "Yeah, I'm national team." And like he went in and like you're thinking, right? A gymnast here weighs nothing. Ridiculous power to mass ratio. Yeah. He's just going to hold on by one hand, and we'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but pretty it, much. But it, but, it, but and like it didn't it didn't exactly go that way. Like so, it was good. No. It was very good. That was um that was an advantage. That was for advantage. That one wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so if you did well in that, you had an advantage in the next game, something like that. Can't remember what did he do. Did he pick you something? Got, you, you got yeah, to yeah, pick. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. worth um, I'd, I'd recommend a dip into it. All right, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't a bad show. Um, so that was so, our Korean section this week. We're, we're almost out of time. We haven't talked <laughs> oh, about Anthony on the list. Yes. <laughs> we didn't even talk about Jung E. Oh no, Jesus! We're nearly out of the Korean. Well, pick pick your battles here now because we have a lot of a lot of Asian TV on the see. list this week. Can we just say the Copenhagen Cowboys terrible and nobody should watch it and then move on? Um, I think we're all agreed on that, are we? Yeah, I actually went through three episodes. I gave. Did you? I went to two episodes just to see if anything changed. Nothing changed. Surprised. I only did one. So Copenhagen Copenhagen Cowboy, I think it's Korean as well. Tells Uh, the story. No, it's Danish. Danish. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Danish. Yeah, it's it's the guy who directed Drive with Ryan Gosling. Is it really? It is, yes. It is, that would yeah. make perfect sense. If it is. <laughs> so Copenhagen Cowboy, Cowboy tells the story of this girl who was sold into servitude because people believe that she brings luck. That she's like a luck spirit. Mm-hmm. And then the story goes from there. She's essentially sold to a person who already runs a brothel. So he's mm-hmm. fairly used to trafficking in people. Mm-hmm. And it goes from there. It's kind of a revenge story. Yeah. But it's very hard to discern that. <laughs> if you'd asked me what it's about I'd say well people come in and don't speak because <laughs> that's what I think it's about it's like a, how long can we how few words can we put into 40 minutes of television <laughs> yeah. there were stuff. some pretty disturbing scenes of humans being treated like cattle you know the, right. the complete disregard for a human being as having any value whatsoever yeah, is, that's- is quite well brought out in it uh, that's, that's the why scary thing. So much time. Yeah, the human trafficking element is just. Yeah. Well, they nailed that. They nailed the horror. Jesus. Of that, yeah, sure. yeah. And that's then there's rough. the husband who who only can speak in like a pig voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I said, why? Why? Like, I've anyway. forgotten about that. Yeah. So look at nobody should watch it. It's yeah. absolutely pointless. Nothing happens, and they it's don't say anything watch. about yeah. the nothing that happens. So it's terrible. Yeah. So what would you like to talk about? Mike, tell us about Megan. Me, me, Metrigan. M. Tregan. So this is uh, a killer robot story. Um, There's a young girl whose parents are killed in a car crash. She then ends up going to live with anti-robot maker. And um, uh, the little girl is very sad because her parents aren't there anymore. Um, So anti-robot maker makes her a new robot. And it's the best robot ever. Um, and the child totally loves the robot. Um, but then it encounters situations that are beyond its programming. And it turns into killer robot. Didn't turn into killer. It turned into Chucky. I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. <laughs> turned into Chucky. 
one that looks like <laughs> what's her name Amanda Seyfried I, I thought it looked disturbingly like uh, uh, like an evil Scarlett Johansson no it's Amanda Seyfried off the oh. <laughs> has to it has to have been modelled on it has to have been. like immediately I went oh my god really <laughs> Well, so, if you're going to be murdered, you know. On the, on the scale of robot assassins, right, is yeah. Intrigan like a Terminator? Is it more like a Cylon? What, 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 would, you, what would you class them as? Um, Chucky, uh, you think, Steve? Yeah, yeah mini, a mini Terminator Chucky, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but not but it, not as indestructible, you know, that kind of way. It'd be like a Terminator that you got in one of those... Um, uh, what are those chocolate eggs with the white chocolate on the inside? Kinder, a kinder <laughs> yeah, egg. like a Kinder Egg Terminator. A kinder Egg Terminator. That's brilliant. <laughs> it's more, it's more of a RoboCop rival robot. You know, one of those ones. <laughs> you know, they're 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 dangerous, but they they you know you can you can mangle them and take them apart. Yeah. You know, eventually, yeah, it's that kind of yeah. Um, it's not indestructible, but I, I did like the AI bit though. It was quite cool the way they came to that. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, that form, let's say, um, mm-hmm. the company was, was kind of an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boss was typical. Let's drive it until we can sell it. It's yeah. a toy. <laughs> no, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. But uh, for its genre, it's perfect. Yeah. It's rubbish, but for its genre, it's perfect. You know, <laughs> is yeah. it worth watching? If if you like Chucky movies, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, you'd you'd want to be short of something to watch. I think there's there's really no new ideas in it. Um, there there's a few kind of nods towards other movies in the genre as a kind of a, a, a piss take of them. Um, like you can see them taking uh, taking uh, slices out of the ring with the the weird body movements and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and you know. You could see the nods and say, "Aha, that's funny," but it wasn't probably worth waiting all the build-up for that to come in. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, okay, so, I'd, I'd say go watch Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Although the doll is probably better looking than Chucky. Yeah, agreed. Um, last thing I want to talk about tonight: Adrian Dunbar's Coastal Ireland. Uh, Adrian Dunbar. I'm here for one thing and one thing only. Catching bent coppers. <laughs> or so he would say in line of duty. But this time, Adrian Dunbar is on our screens showing us of the beauty of coastal Ireland. A place very close to his heart. So it seemed to me from watching this, like Adrian had a load of places in Ireland he wanted to get back to. People he yeah. knew he wanted to visit, but he had no money for it. So he rang, he rang Netflix. <laughs> mm. I said, you know how I made a TV show there that's fairly big? I have no way of getting to Cork. Would you fly me? <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you think of it, Steve? I liked it. I mean, it it was a it was a uh, what 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 do you call those when you have a, when you have a very quick uh, holiday to tours an area. But there's a uh, description for it, like a, a whistle stop wait. tour. Whistle stop tour. That's exactly what this is. That this is, is our countdown conundrum for this week. Yeah. <laughs> that I mean, this is the definition of one. Um, mm. He just he hit he, he had a few places to hit and he hit them and he hit them well. He got in, he got out. He, he told us what we needed to know and he was gone. You know, um, I really did like the was a Malin head. Mal- the bridge, you know. Which one? 
yeah. Because last time I was down there, it was closed. Uh, <laughs> so it's gutted. But I see they've the new one there now. But it was interesting. I, I, I thought it was very interesting to see the whole engineering side of it and what they've invested and how they built it and blah, blah, blah. I thought that was really good. Um, I the, did episode enjoy... one, Mizzenhead, the, the southernmost. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah, and uh, even going to Ballymaloo, you know, uh, Drina Island, you know. Um, I couldn't believe she was still alive. I, I can't this. believe the amount of time that woman has in her hands because she's there. She's going, yeah. Let me make you up something. Yeah, we've got thirty different varieties of tomato. Now that's one thing, yeah. having time to have thirty different varieties of, of tomatoes in in her garden, right? It's but then she's in there. Yeah. It, 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 that's only the start of it, and then she starts making stuff, and she's like, yeah, we'll chop these up here, and here we've got homemade mayonnaise and here we've got homemade homemade something else. I was like is that's all you do isn't it <laughs> it's like I was like not only do you have homemade shit but it's fresh like there's nothing yeah. else you must be doing like you know <laughs> she's been stuck in that kitchen since 1987 oh, she's just like, making jam and kumquats and wh- whatever it is they're I, called when I moved out of home for college I learned yeah. a, a recipe if you can call it that for cooking mm-hmm. pasta from Doreen Allen yeah, Did you? There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah, cool. And I was yeah, going, yeah. how is she still alive? Because I went to yeah, yeah. a long time ago now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she was on TV talking about how to do pasta because you couldn't get a YouTube oh, that's right. recipe back then, folks. <laughs> yeah. Actually, where we, off, where we got married. Our program. Where we got married, that play, the next door was Bally Malou. All right. Literally. Oh, yeah. Next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Why, why did they call it Coastal Ireland? Like everybody knows the Midlands don't exist. It's just like a fairy tale. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Ireland. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so in contrast to that, I watched uh, Tommy Tiernan's Epic Ireland. Okay. Which which was an RTE player. Did you watch this, Mike? No, no, I didn't see it. I didn't watch it. But it's the 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 difference is unreal. Like it's it's a completely different show, and yeah. he spends way more time at the places that he's visiting. But they're way more specific they're kind of slightly off the beaten track mm-hmm. and he, he talks more to people but talks more to people not in a oh show me your business or oh, show me yeah. how great you are but actually yeah. but what the fuck's it like living on this little island in the fucking depths of winter kind of you know that kind of way yeah. rather than yeah. here is the Skelligs. look aren't mm-hmm. they amazing you know that yeah. kind of way yeah. uh, where he's going jeez it must get awful dark here could you imagine back in the day and that kind of mm-hmm. it's way more insightful you know mm-hmm. and i think he gets more under the skin of ireland than mm-hmm. the other one I didn't um, check, but I wonder was Adrian Dunbar's coastline and sponsored by our tourist industry, like Board Falcha? Maybe. Because maybe it because certainly was about the, the tourist UK. spots. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they, I'd say he was he had a clipboard there and he was taken off to places. You know, that's just the kind of feeling I got on it, you know. No, no, I, I think you're right. Because he's, not, look, he's not exactly looking into the flora and fauna and, you know, what makes the place. Ireland, you know, he's just like, oh, isn't this great? Oh, no, people used not. to live here fucking years ago. Isn't it? Jeez, he's amazing, shown us you know? cool stuff to see around Ireland. Oh, no. That's basically what it is. Like, I'm not knocking a show, you know, yeah, but yeah, I, I, I think know. it's just a different show, you know. Um, yeah. And it's good. It's good. I'll watch more of it. Um, but I'll be definitely be watching more Tommy Tiernan's one. Uh, there's only two episodes of both, actually, I, I believe. So yeah, I might try and catch that one as well. I like an old on, Tommy Tiernan. It's on the RT player. And uh, it's, I'll just give you a one one scene is just hilarious. He's he's on the Iron Islands and he's talking about I don't know what he's talking. He's, he's with or not about something. And he just goes, Jesus, would you listen to the birds? 
and here's me with her non about blah 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 blah, and mm. boring the face off your ye out there. And but you listen to these guys, they're out there having the crack, you know, and me talking about you know fucking famine and shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just so Tommy, it's just, yeah. just listen to that. they're just out there constantly having the crack, like you know. <laughs> and he was right, you know, it's just it was cool, it's cool, moment. But anyway, uh, anyway, is that it for this week? We've that was a busy week. Quite, quite a lot of TV and film right there. Sure, did. sure did. Sure did. Um, have we any announcements for next week? Have we anything that we're, we definitely know we're going to be watching? Yeah. Are we, we watching we, Dark? We about a couple of things. We're going to watch the Mayfair Witches. Um, I believe that's available in America. Okay. The Ark is on Sci Fi. The Ark from Sci Fi. Uh, Maybe we'll talk about Blood, will we? We didn't get to it this week. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm. And uh, there's a couple other things there, so are interesting. But um, oh, can I give a quick, a quick? Can I have one minute on something you, that I watched? Well, I not Night Court. No, no. Sorry, actually, sorry about no that. No one ever watched that ever. <laughs> we don't talk uh, about some, Court, something else that nobody else should watch ever. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Oh God! I started oh. it the other night, and then I went, "Ah, oh, too tired." To start Two this. hours, I'm so glad. Forty minutes. Such a waste of time. Such, like, so bad. I mean, making a so, sequel without the main character. Oh, my God. So I had the what? I had the, the kids lined up to yeah. watch this movie for weeks. Because I was saying to them, it's coming to Disney+. Plus When it comes out, we don't need to see it in the cinema, boys. We're going to watch mm-hmm. it here in the house. So it was a bank holiday yesterday, and I knew I was going to be hungover, and I was right. So I said, this is perfect. I'll put it on. You know, maybe I could doze. It was so terrible. I couldn't even doze watching it because it made me that angry. And I was going, <laughs> the film could have been an hour shorter and you'd have lost nothing. <laughs> like, basically, yeah. Wakanda fights with Atlantis. You know that from the trailers. It took them two hours and 20 minutes for that fight to start. Oh, God. It lasted about 12 and a half minutes. And then there was way too long resolving things. And oh, then God. there was another really, really uninteresting after the credit scene. And I was like, oh, what God. is actually happening here? <laughs> like, Was it all one big mis- misunderstanding at the end? or It was, yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. Exa- that's in fact exactly <laughs> what it was. It's like a senseless waste. Uh, it's two hours like and 40 hours. minutes to tell you who Neymar, the Submariner, is mm. and about the Atlanteans, to tell you who all of they were and set up a few mm. plot lines there. To get Riri who's essentially the, the Iron Guardian who replaces Iron Man, right? Mm-hmm. To tell you who she was. Yeah. And there's one other person. Oh, yeah. And to give you... Ch- Chadwick Boseman's, poor old Chadwick Boseman's replacement yeah. uh, as the Black Panther. Like, fuck me. You could have done that oh, in 10 man. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, good on you, Mark. Take him on for the team. Take him on for the team there. Thanks, man. Don't watch it. Nobody <laughs> should watch it. Don't give them any money. <laughs> on that note, from Mike, Mark and Steve... Stay classy. classy. Glad we left it on such a joy note. Such a happy note. <laughs> yeah, you, you want to keep them come back for more, you know? Keep them back for more, yeah. <laughs>